0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, as always. Very grateful to have you here. Uh, We'll try and use your time wisely. I think ought to be able to do that. feel like I'm it's easier to do that in November and December for me, I feel like because uh, it's just those Thanksgiving Day proclamations and the Christmas announcements by the presidents. It's hard not to see that connection. You have to be pretty cynical not to see that connection. Between God and our country, we the puppy dog is outside harassing one of the chicks is why I kind of paused and she can see me right now, and I think she realizes that perhaps that was not the best course of action we've had some Heart- to-heart conversations the puppy dog and I have about the chicks and antagonizing them or trying to eat them, which she has done Oh and we one of our chicks I think is is pretty special mentally. Um, I, they they don't I don't I'm really shocked that they've survived. <laughs> Uh, not a lot on the homestead folks that's probably the most entertaining snippet I have for you right there Uh, my father has been out shredding a little I have not uh, not a lot to shred there's not much growing right now even the weeds are struggling this year father thank you for today thank you for you father and your son Jesus Christ and your holy spirit Thank you for the people that listen to and share this podcast, subscribe to it. Guide them, bless them. Surround them with your angels. Protect them from evil of any kind. Thank you for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us, Lord, each as individuals and as a nation. Help us to do a better job showing our gratitude and taking care of the the poor and the needy, the widow and the orphan. Help us to get our priorities in order, Father, please. And forgive us our sins. Forgive us for supporting evil as a nation in so many different ways. And God, my words here, Lord, please, in Your Son's name, we pray. Amen. So, I, I can't help but think of the Bible verse right now. Uh, don't boast about tomorrow, for you don't know what a day may bring. And I feel like there's so many times on this podcast when I've said, "Well, this is what we're going to do," and I think, I think probably about 99 percent of the time, um, that's not true. We never do what I say exactly we're going to do. So I have made the mistake again in November of saying normally uh, we just spend, you know, I try and do one proclamation per day and obviously that hasn't worked. So I don't know how long this one's going to take, but it's, I mean, they're all pretty good. Uh, But I think y'all will really like this one. This one was by Abe Lincoln, uh, appointing a day of national... Humiliation, fasting, and prayer. So, again, the humiliation, we talked about that. Humbling ourselves before God. This is from March the 30th, 1863. And you kind of notice with the one we just talked about with John Adams and one of the others that we've talked about, maybe Hancock, I can't remember right now the worse our situation gets as a nation, because this is right in the middle of the Civil War, right? All of a sudden, we realize how much we need to turn back to God, which is great. It would just be nice if we realized that a little bit sooner. And that reminds me of all those years Churchill spent trying to warn England and Europe and the world about Hitler, Uh, it would be nice if we would learn these lessons both spiritually and politically before we have to go down the path all over again. March 30th, 1863, by the President of the United States of America, a proclamation. Whereas the Senate of the United States devoutly recognizing the supreme authority and just government of almighty god in all the affairs of men and nations has by a resolution requested the president to designate and set apart a day for national prayer and humiliation and whereas it is the duty of nations as well as of men to owe their dependence upon the overruling power of God, to confess their sins and transgressions in humble sorrow, yet with assured hope that genuine repentance will lead to mercy and pardon, and to recognize the sublime truth announced in the Holy Scriptures and proven by all history, that those nations only are blessed whose God is the Lord. Okay, so, I mean, probably one of those quotes just right here at the beginning of the proclamation that I should read every single day on the podcast. Uh, One of our two greatest, three greatest at least, but probably two greatest presidents that we've ever had. And this is... This is a part, I think I said this recently, it's encouraging to read this stuff, but it's also so, so frustrating. Why do we not read these every year? Why is this not the center of our classes and our education? You can use this in an English class. You could spend days, considering how poor our English is today, you could spend weeks on this teaching kids of all different levels history here. I mean, that's what we do on this podcast every day. You could easily fill the whole year with classes showing the need for that connection between America and God. You could drag art into this. You can pull music into this. It just, it's mind boggling that we have allowed ourselves to get this far from God and be convinced by people that don't have any appreciation. Based on their actions, folks, the the left, people that vote for the left, the fellow citizens that you know around you, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, whatever it is, friends, co-workers, boss, voting for the left for decades now has automatically stamped you. as either completely ignorant of the history of our nation and the truth or worse it stamps you with some kind of malevolent intent based on actions folks i'm not even t- i don't i don't know your heart i have no idea what you think in your heart but when you vote for something that historically quantitatively, whatever, that you can qualify, that you can look at and see destroys our nation, and you continue to support that year after year, decade after decade. Ah, it's just, I'm going to read this again. Maybe it'll sink in. Whereas the Senate of the United States devoutly recognizing the supreme authority and just government of Almighty God. So the Senate. Our Senate. Not some random person, not a preacher. We're not trying to build a theocracy. The Senate of the United States told the President, We recognize the supreme authority and just government of God. God the Father of Jesus Christ, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he clarifies that in just a second. It's not Islam, it's not Judaism, it's not Buddhism, it's not Hinduism, it's not Mother Natureism, it's not atheism, it's not anything else. It's no other religion. Religions are not all equal. We're not built on any other religion here in the United States besides Christianity. You want to come over here and you want to still follow Islam in your private life? Fine. Atheism, that's on you. Judaism, Buddhism, Hinduism, all on you. But as a nation, as a house, as a family, we're going to follow God. So the Senate tells Lincoln, hey, we want this proclamation. We recognize that God has supreme authority and that just government comes from him. For the affairs not only of men, but also of nations. And so we would like you in the middle of the civil war where we're falling apart to designate a day particularly for national prayer and humiliation humble ourselves before god pray constantly not just five minutes not just in a passing thought you know not thanksgiving day like we function today where we go in and we if we think about God, it's for about two or three seconds before we devour this meal that we've spent hours preparing in, in 10 minutes. And then we go sit on the couch and watch hours of football, right? And that's what we teach our children because they watch how we act, right? Or we get on our phone and we scroll social, scroll social media for hours, right? Take all these pictures, these selfies, post them on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever you're on, doesn't matter. Facebook. We spend all this time doing that. We don't spend any time with God. You know, it's no wonder, too, that that the kids aren't interested in church or God or youth group or things like that. Because they look at the parents and they go, you're not interested. Why should I be interested? You don't follow God why should I it doesn't affect your life except maybe on Sunday for a little bit maybe so the senate right talking about they they told the president we need this day because it's the duty right this is Lincoln talking it's the duty of nations as well as of men to own their dependence upon the overruling power of god to confess their sins their transgressions and humble sorrow nations as well as of men folks again this this obvious reference here this is this is a public deal you're not supposed to this isn't your Christian life shouldn't be relegated to hide within the walls of your own home or timidly in the walls of your own church fearing who might be paying attention or listening for the government. The government is supposed to lead by example they're supposed to turn to God. We need leaders, men, who fear God and rule in the fear of God and lead us as a nation to Him publicly. Folks, I just can't, anytime somebody out there tells you that we were not born a Christian nation and that we haven't turned to God in our darkest times and that we don't need God and that there's other solutions, fiscal or policy, foreign or domestic, you automatically 100% know one of two things. One, they they don't have a clue about history. They're just completely ignorant on it. Or, Or they're ignorant in the sense that they've completely bought into the twisted revisionist history that the left has offered or they know and they're purposefully lying just know that whoever does doesn't matter i don't care if it's a politician or your best friend or your sister brother cousin aunt uncle father child those are the options you can see it here and this is You know, it's great to look at those proclamations that are right at the beginning of the nation. Because that shows that we really were tied from the very beginning. And even before, right? That's why we go back before sometimes, too. This is the Civil War. This is almost 100 years after we started the Revolutionary War. And yet here we are. Having the Senate tell the President to make a national day of fasting and prayer because we're in the middle of this war and it's horrific and we didn't think it was going to be this bad and it is and now we're all scared. Humble sorrow, right? Real sorrow, real repentance. Yet with assured hope that genuine repentance leads to mercy and pardon. And to recognize the sublime truth announced in the Holy Scriptures and proven by all history that those nations only are blessed whose God is the Lord. I mean, geez, come on, folks. If we've got any hope at all, it's turning to God. Now, today, individually, as a nation. Talk to Him. Take five minutes each day. What do you want me to do, God? Show me what to do. And it's not going to be some lightning bolt, probably, folks. For some of y'all, it may be. For most of us, it's not. It's, it's, a, a, it's muscle memory. It's developing that repetition, that going to God consistently at the beginning of each day, at the end of each day. Turn to Him. Look to Him. Trust Him wait for him read his word figure out what start in the gospels start with John start with Mark Matthew Luke somewhere or just read one proverb every day one book right there's 31 chapters in proverbs there's 31 days in a month it's almost like maybe that was meant to be The only nations who are blessed, whose God is the Lord. That's it, folks. I mean, that's, God, that that just paragraph. We could just come back to that again and again. And uh, (laughs) we still have two or three more paragraphs in this proclamation. Uh, But that first one was a doozy. We need so desperately, folks, and we may not be able. We're, we, I've said that those of you all that have listened to the podcast, we, we look like we're headed toward a civil war again, or or we're just headed down the path of socialism and communism. There's an article in the Epic Times we talk about frequently now here on the podcast. Can a, and the title is Can a demoralized and lazy people fight for liberty? You know, there's a real good chance that we're not even going to fight for liberty. We're just going to kind of the United States is just going to kind of fade away into the background with a whimper silently uh, under the groaning of slavery because that's, that's what socialism and communism, leftism, that's what they turn into, folks, is slavery. But there's a real good chance we're just going to kind of fade away. Uh, but if we have any hope of mercy and pardon and turning this thing around, it's got to be turning back to God Publicly. Uh, Our leaders, our education, just across the board, our law enforcement, military, firefighters, everywhere. That's what it's got to be, which is why it's so important to start these connections on the city-to-city, community-to-community, church-to-church, school-to-school, state-to-state, and and to build up our defenses as best we can, to shore up our defenses as best we can. If you get a chance, subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, It's free. Uh, It's an easy way to share the podcast with others. It's got a few little snippets I think y'all will like if you get a chance. $3 a month will get you access to all the locked issues that we do, episodes we do. Tell one person about the podcast. I would be extremely grateful for any or all of these. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. Thank you so much for joining me. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.